0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: Let's jump into the bird flu story, Aria. This is uh, the latest fear-mongering, although I've seen another thing about a new COVID-19 I variant. saw that, yeah, BA.2, yeah.
0: they're calling it or something. And The article I saw regarding that was that America's like, like, eh, who cares? Which Good, I hope right.
1: so. I hope so. I mean that's about all. Although how- I just saw somebody uh t- two people in a car with masks on just as I was driving here, so Oh wow. somebody still cares.
0: Wow, I spent like a solid hour walking my dog in cane earlier. And I don't think I saw anyone with a mask. Not a single mask. one. I don't think wow. so. Even I wasn't like looking for it, but I don't oh. recall seeing any. Okay, good. So that was encouraging. It's yeah. al- it was also like 70-ish degrees today, True. so Yeah, so they're pipping this bird flu thing now. Well, uh, again, from Wyoming to Maine, an outbreak of the highly contagious bird flu—highly contagious—has mm. swept across farms and backyard flocks in the United States this year, prompting millions of chickens and turkeys to be culled. And oh. that was why—that's—that was why it got my attention, right? Because we've talked about them slaughtering minks. We talked about them slaughtering also. Uh, I they think slaughtered
1: that, the minks under the COVID fears. Yes,
0: there were also dogs in Australia that were slaughtered. Uh, They were shot Mm. to death by the police. That's right. And uh, there was another one, that the details of which I don't recall. But yeah, so this is just more of their slaughtering massive amounts of animals.
1: So hold on. They say the bird flu is highly contagious. Do they mean highly contagious to birds?
0: The chance of infected poultry entering the food chain is extremely low, the agency, that's the U.S. Department of Agriculture, said. But even if it does, it doesn't matter. Just cook it because no one eats the one should eat raw chicken anyway
1: you'll be just fine h5n1 according to healthline.com was first discovered in humans in 1997 and has killed nearly sixty percent of those infected I presume that means those birds I don't know what that means
0: presumably that's pretty deadly then so hold on. it originated with so it's not even a avian influenza it's not a bird flu it's a human flu we gave it to the birds hmm. Right? I don't know. Well, you said it originated with humans.
1: Well, that's how they discovered it, apparently. Ah. Oh, that's
0: fair. So, egg production facilities that are subject to federal, rela- federal regulation are required to undergo daily inspections once per shift. I feel safer already. State, mm-hmm. in- state inspection programs, which inspect poultry products sold only within the state they were produced... Are additionally monitored by the you know, USDA.
1: I wish we had Conan uh, with us tonight. He couldn't join us due to uh, some work issues he had to take care of. Because he got on the air with us, and I don't know if you were on that show, but he talked about these vaccines that they give to chickens.
0: Oh, he did? Yeah, I was here that night.
1: Yeah, and that they're very, very common, that these vaccines are, like, bad news. This story coming from Coindesk.com. This is about the EU, which has... Voted, apparently, their lawmakers have voted in favor of controversial measures to outlaw anonymous crypto transactions, a move the industry says will stifle innovation and invade privacy. More than 90 lawmakers voted in favor of the proposal, according to documents seen by Coindesk. They are intended to extend anti-money laundering requirements that apply to conventional payments that are over 1,000 euros, which is just around 1,100 U.S. dollars. To the crypto sector. They also scrapped the floor for crypto payments. So payers and recipients of even the smallest crypto transactions would need to be identified, including for transactions with unhosted or self-hosted wallets. So this would be private wallets, actual... Um... Person uh, wallets. People yeah. who who have their own wallet. They're not using some sort of corporation to host uh, their wallets—they're not on an exchange or whatever. So they're using like Coinami or Exodus or or Edge. Yeah. Uh, further measures under discussion could see unregulated crypto exchanges cut off from the conventional financial system. National governments said in December they wanted to scrap the European or Euro one thousand threshold for crypto on the basis that digital payments can easily circumvent the limit.
0: When I pull out cash to pay for something at a store, it doesn't matter to me. If someone once laundered that money or did cocaine with it or whatever, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with me. This is just my currency, and I'm trying to spend it.
1: Right, and they, the store should have no ability to tell you, whoa, we can't take that cash here. Also true. Oh,
0: no, that... Clearly, that $1 bill has been, you know, someone did cocaine with it. You can't use
1: that. But that's literally what they're talking about doing in this particular case. They want to create a public register of crypto providers that have a high risk of breaching AML CTF rules alongside a non-exhaustive list of non-compliant providers. So it sounds like what they're going to do is they're going to ask people. So let's say you're on a crypto exchange. And sure. Which we aren't uh, because we're not allowed to be under the ridiculous bail conditions in the Crypto 6 case. Even if
0: we were allowed to be, I imagine they wouldn't let us have accounts at this point.
1: Well, let's just say that you, the listener, are on a crypto exchange (laughs) and you go to deposit into the exchange some cryptocurrency. Because obviously if you're depositing dollars or whatever euros, they're coming from your bank account so they know where those are coming from. Uh, Because crypto exchanges will not accept bank transfers from anyone's account except for the account holder. So we know where that's coming from. So if you're trying to deposit Bitcoin or Monero or, you know, some other cryptocurrency, Bitcoin cash, whatever, into the exchange, presumably the exchange is then going to now, if they're in Europe, uh, if they're being regulated by the European Union, they're going to say, is this your wallet? This can still be stopped at whatever the plenary session is. I, I don't know that terminology. So let's see. It is the part of the meeting or conference that everyone attends. Okay. So this would be the plenary session would be the, it's the equivalent of the full U.S. House or whatever the full right. government governance group is meeting. So this will be voted on this month. Uh, Ernest Erteson, vice chair of the Greens European Free Alliance in Spain. Said in a statement, quote, illicit flows in crypto assets move largely undetected across Europe and the world, which makes them an ideal instrument for ensuring anonymity, he said. That's garbage,
0: though. Like, even, like Interpol, the FBI, all of these agencies have come out and said, hey, yeah, it turns out that there's... N- there's not that much illicit activity going on in cryptocurrency. The vast majority of it is like just, it's completely above the board and normal and, and lawful.
1: Almost all of them are completely tr- um, transparent. So you can look through the blockchain and you can see, which is, of course, what they're going to use here if this does go fully into place. And the exchange, uh, the exchanges are then forced to look at the customers, like what they're depositing. Right so they're going to not only they're going to ask the customer all right who owns this wallet is this your wallet customer from which you are depositing these funds and if it is not your wallet then you're going to need to tell us who it is if it wasn't your wallet then they're just going to have to say look we're not going to allow it because how can they verify whose wallet it is you can tell them oh yeah my grandma sent me that money it's for my birthday and then send them, you know, your grandma's info. What are they going to do? Call her and verify? I mean, it's just the amount of bureaucracy, the amount of hoop jumping that would be required to just simply let a customer deposit five bucks worth of Bitcoin. It's, it is insane. Because they're going to have to do this to absolutely everybody who is depositing. It's just So the easiest way for them to do it is going to say, will you certify that this is your wallet? And then they can put your name on the wallet and say, all right, well, this is aria's wallet now of course that might be easy for somebody to do just say oh yeah that's my wallet but if it's not their wallet and that wallet gets like caught up in some sort of criminal activity let's say that wallet is involved in some kind of darknet uh dealings and can be traced to that because again some darknet sites might still take bitcoin i don't know for sure how many of them do but for a while there was some that took monero and some that took bitcoin and then some went monero only but but let's just say you know this wallet that you previously lied to the exchange and told them was yours, just so you could get it to deposit into your account. You thought, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Then all of a sudden, it gets tied up in some sort of criminal activity that you had nothing to do with. Well, guess what? Now it's on the record as you certifying that it was your wallet, so people could well, get themselves. You certified
0: some... that it was your wallet at that particular time.
1: So in the same way that banks report transactions over a certain size, which in the United States, it's like $10,000 cash. And I believe there's a 10,000 euro uh, cash transaction report in uh, the European Union. This would be a tenth of that. 1,000 euros. I mean, that's like a rent payment for somebody. They're going to be reporting all of that to some central bureaucracy, building a file about you.
0: Yeah. All the more reason for people to get into Monero or some other privacy wallet that won't have these issues. But, of course, then you can't just send those to Coinbase and cash them out so you can pay your rent to your corporate landlord or whatever, right? Yeah, There are some places where you, you can't just spend cryptocurrency, so you need to swap it out for a different currency.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, these centralized exchanges have their uses Um, But what I hope to see in time is the decentralized finance people basically put a stake in the heart of these centralized exchanges. That would be Um, lovely. It hasn't happened yet, but there is a project out there that's worth looking at. It's called ThorChain, T-H-O-R, ThorChain, and it is a decentralized exchange and not in the method of previous decentralized exchanges, which have all been on one particular blockchain. So for listeners unfamiliar there's a bunch of different cryptocurrencies out there bitcoin of course is the number one most popular and it basically is just transferring value from one point to another i consider centralized exchanges to be almost as evil as the banks themselves like they're right about there
0: i I tend to agree they're at least at they may be even a little bit more evil in my opinion right Hmm. because they were born out of a a single almost single-minded desire to destroy the banking system the banking institution and Mm -hmm. they took that and they then became identical to the banking system yeah some of them
1: have literally become banks like kraken
0: yeah so they saw this evil thing and they're like hey we were created to destroy this evil thing let's just become that evil thing (laughs) yeah Problem solved, That's right? True. So I don't. So I don't know. They, their behavior may not be more evil, but their yeah, their well, motives and their origins are. I don't well, know,
1: man. Well, remember we read some quotes from the centralized exchange guys a little while back, and like the guy from Kraken is sounds like a pure uh, libertarian anarchist, but if he still I mean, has to do what the government tells him to do, and they still created a bank, so it's like, I, if you how don't, do you justify that. If you don't, they kick
0: in your door. I mean, yeah, and yeah. They they sure do point guns at you. So. I, I so I don't
1: blame them. Yeah, I don't blame them for that. But,
0: but I blame Coinbase because Coinbase, this was their plan from the beginning, right? Kraken mm, just sort of yeah, became this. But the people at uh, Coinbase, they were, I think, attending seminars and symposiums and stuff long ago. Yeah,
1: they always wanted to have their, uh, their club of government, I yeah. don't know, brown nosers, I guess is the, the right term for it. Visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you.
2: We have this problem um, every Saturday night on the 98th and Chavez uh, intersection. On the west side, they have groups of drag racers. And they do donuts. um, And they have spectators and all the neighbors. I mean, they want them to stop, and uh, they don't know what to do. I mean, to stop this—is it legal? So... No, it's completely illegal. So uh, the, the
1: police are doing absolutely nothing about something that is scheduled on a weekly basis that you can predict.
2: Right. Well, what it is is that you know the, the cops can't get to the drivers because there's cars parked along the highway. And they block them from going in because they got so many spectators. <laughs> I, I mean, you guys are laughing, but this is, the, because this is what that's goes absolutely
0: on here. absurd, Sarah. <laughs> you've been watching too well, much. I mean, you've been true. watching too much Fast and the Furious, right? These cops, they they have the benefit of, you know, wearing badges and guns and stuff like that. If they, if they want if a cop was to go to, to point B and he's at point A, anyone standing in that officer's way is going to get arrested for obstruction.
2: This area is about maybe five, six miles out from where I'm at, so I'm clearly away from that. Does it hurt so anyone a, in the
0: area when they do donuts?
2: Well, you know what? Um, the neighbors, uh, the Could people be loud. there, they think that somebody else, somebody will get hurt eventually. But what are the neighbors' they're, they're complaints? But no are one's the, been hurt yet, right?
1: Are they, are, doesn't sound like it. Are the complaints from the neighbors that it's just loud? Why, what are they upset about Exactly.
2: It's loud, and they're afraid of the kind of people that are there, like the gangster, gangbanger type of people, the the lawbreaker kind of people that hang around. Um, and, you know, they might be having guns there. Um, and then, you know something? They, uh, the, a lot of these drag racers uh, wind up uh, turning into murder. If they lose the race, what? one guy had shot the other guy, and the, the, shot him dead. Yeah, one of them did that, like, about a month ago.
3: I heard the bit earlier about, uh, the bird flu and how you guys are right. You know, people are not going to be getting the bird flu from eating the chicken. And I do think, however, even though that's not the case, it's worth, it's worth thinking about how many, how many diseases people get from eating meat and, uh, how many, uh, zoonotic diseases end up becoming, uh, you know, incredibly infectious when uh, considering whether or not to have a plant-based lifestyle.
1: Are you a
0: vegetarian not,
1: or
3: vegan? Yes. I didn't see that I'm not vegan. Coming. I'm not okay. vegan. I'm not vegan. Vegetarian. I'm not vegan. Vegetarian.
1: Okay. What was the word you used? Zoonotic?
3: Uh, zoonotic. I hope that's the right word. Uh, it's Yeah, zoonotic diseases. It just means like a disease that came from animals. And, oh. you know, that's like SARS and MERS. Mm -hmm. Ebola, you know, a lot of these originally came from, you know, basically the kind these are diseases that are you're much more likely to have infect when you have meat at such an industrial scale that it all has to be, you know, done in these close quarters super effectively you're talking well, about a lot just, of
1: people that, that people buy people meats are... are buying locally if they can there or they're buying uh you know like uh, pasture raised chickens so Dan are you one of these evangelical uh vegetarians who's trying to convert everybody cuz those are fun people
3: mm, that's so here's what i would say i have actually had success in my life of converting people by being a very gracious and patient and Non uh, abrasive person, you know. I try to live by setting example, and it's actually worked for me. If you believe it, no, no I, I, be- no, I, I, I would believe
0: be- that entirely. I'm just curious, what benefit is there in having a vegetarian in being a vegetarian?
3: Well, so for me personally, I uh, I also do like I try to work out. I'm not. I'm I'm somebody who I think if you're someone who is kind of imperfect about staying in shape like physically and you go vegetarian and you're trying to lose weight I will tell you this being a vegetarian it gives you a lot more like wiggle room if you're somebody who is a uh inconsistent maybe a bad catholic for a jogger because you know I think that it helps me you know have a figure I like and uh it's super easy to get looking cut if you're interested in in getting like that.
1: Aria, let's get into Nayib Bukele. He is the president, El Presidente, or dictator, as some might say, in El Salvador.
0: I mean, we've had criticisms of this guy pretty much from the beginning, if I recall correctly, because yes, he's he's friendly to Bitcoin, but he's also said some really shady stuff. Well, now he's doing shady stuff.
1: Uh, He's been doing shady stuff. We're just
0: hearing about it. True. According to... uh, this news outlet in France, El Salvador our president says six thousand gang members arrested. They lead off with more than six thousand gang members, which I want to clarify. There's absolutely no evidence that these six thousand people are gang members, and we're we're going to get into the well, reason. The president for that. said so.
1: Yes, I've seen him posting on Twitter pictures of men shirtless. Lined up next to one another in handcuffs, but they've been in Spanish and I just haven't bothered to translate it. So I suspect that's what he's been posting. He's been bragging about. Yeah,
0: but it it kind of doesn't mean anything when you, when you haven't tried these people mm, or actually right? charged them or presented any evidence against them. It, it kind of is meaningless for you to call them gang members. And that's, of course, what they're doing. Well, there.
1: not to the people who believe in the law mentality, right? Like, oh, well, whatever the law says must be true. Whatever the state says must be true. Oh, someone was arrested, so therefore they must be a criminal. I mean, those, those people exist in the United States. They certainly exist in El Salvador. I
0: know, but it's so weird that those people exist, man, mm-hmm. and I don't know
1: how to reach them. We talked about El Salvador before, because I know we've talked about some of these Central American countries and their prisons, specifically. Uh, well, Venezuela is technically South American, but and the the tremendous overcrowding and such. And sure enough, from the BBC, this is actually from the year 2020, so it's a couple of years old now. But. Uh, El Salvador's prisons have a capacity of eighteen thousand fifty-one, but the system currently holds more than thirty-eight thousand inmates. So they are at at approximately double capacity uh, right now. It well, you know, as of a couple years ago, and now just throw another six thousand people in there. I mean, you're talking about like. Have you seen the pictures from China of dogs in cages? They're horrifying, so I imagine you wouldn't want to look at them for more than a fraction of a second. But, I
0: have not seen those, but it sounds horrifying. But
1: like with the dogs that they're going to slaughter to cook, they just stack them in cages like on top of one another and such. This reminds me of that, but human beings, the pictures that I'm seeing here from uh, from El Salvador, like a ton of people in these cages.
0: And this guy doesn't care. Listen to this. I swear to God that they will not eat a single grain of rice. And we will see how long they last. And I don't care what international organizations say. According to this article last week, the ruling party controlled parliament reformed the penal code to increase the maximum sentence for gang membership from nine to to 45 years insane in prison just for being in a gang that's the and maximum how do you
1: prove, like you said they're just throwing people in prison cells it doesn't even sound like they're getting a trial but how would you even prove that you're not in a gang what you in theory they would have to prove that you were in a gang
0: Yeah, right but all of that sort of gets suspended and that's only in the united states i don't know
1: if you know wait uh, what's in the united states the presumption of oh the presumption innocence. of innocence
0: yeah I mean, in El Salvador, maybe maybe it's not that way, but hmm. apparently they can it doesn't matter because they can just sort of grab you off the street and throw you in prison anyway. And illegal well, it's they made it legal, but read all of your emails, intercept your text messages and all of that other wonderful, great stuff that you know, Liberty and Bitcoin cryptocurrency enthusiasts are well known for being fans of. It's amazing to me. Um, you you mentioned this guy wears a backwards hat. He does everything he does to try to present this image of being this, this cool, cool crypto
1: bro. But dude, yeah. you're a monster. Yeah. Well, surprise, surprise. A president is a monster. One other article I was looking at about El Salvador's facilities said they have um, 90 men in a cell designed for 30. Yeah, so just, just try to imagine. Like
0: That's where you get your LGBT people from, by <laughs> the way. You cram necessity. The, yeah, you cram ninety men in a room that's designed to hold thirty. They start running out of space.
1: So CoinDesk reporting on uh, strong evidence that Nayib Bukele has sought to undermine freedom of speech in the Central American nation, according to a joint investigation by Salvadoran news outlet El Faro, Toronto-based Citizen Lab, and digital rights nonprofit Access Now. The cell phones of at least twenty-two of El Faro's journalists were infected with spyware known as Pegasus over the last two years. Other journalists Pegasus, and, I've heard of that before, didn't Yeah, I? we did a report, I think, somebody on Free Talk Live. That was brought developed that
0: in. in like conjunction with the US military or something, right? I don't
1: remember where it came from, but it's bad news and and governments that don't care about, you know, your right to freedom of speech will use that stuff to spy on people. Uh, other journalists and human rights activists were also targeted. Pegasus has previously been used against journalists or other so-called undesirables in nations like India, Kazakhstan, Mexico, Morocco, Rwanda, and Saudi Arabia.
0: We knew he was bad news from his implementation of Bitcoin well, as we knew the that legal too.
1: tender. That yes. that
0: was when we were like, oh yeah, this guy, he, he kind of sucks, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, well, what do you mean by that? Is he is mandating in the in the law that they passed, and it's not just him. Like the parliament right. or whatever they call it down there, passed this thing. If he had, you know, if they hadn't voted for it, it wouldn't have been that way. So all of them are responsible who uh, voted for this thing, which mandates the acceptance of Bitcoin. Now he said publicly that it wouldn't be mandated. So there is that, but But the law still is there. a mandate. The law is they're still there. They're just not enforcing it. Right, and they can enforce it anytime they want to, against whoever it is that they want to enforce it. And as we've seen with what they did to the gang members or are doing to gang members down there.
0: To, to the people they're pointing their fingers at and calling and gang claiming, members.
1: Right, they're just throwing them in prison cells, which are already insanely overcrowded, as many Central American and South American prisons are. Can you are.
0: imagine being thrown in a Central American prison
1: no, uh, no. I mean, it, th- I mean, America. I mean, an American prison would suck. I've been in a cell that had more people in it that you know than really should have been there in the United States in a relatively well-run uh, facility, in a, a facility that's not run by you know psychopaths. It's here in was here in New Hampshire. They ended up closing that jail and building a new one in in Keene. With its roots in crypto anarchist and digital libertarian ideals, the Bitcoin community is ideologically hostile to both state power and digital surveillance. Well, he says that, but if that were true, then why is this guy so popular? Why amongst Bitcoiners? Why has this? Why has he been given a pass on all of the things that he has done? These Bitcoiners, they some of them. The new version, right? Like yeah, the,
0: there's two different right. cryptocurrency worlds here. There's, there's the Bitcoiner world, the maximalist. Mean, there's some overlap, but the maximalist thing, that's completely irrelevant. There's people who view cryptocurrencies as a way to make money, as a way mm-hmm. to profit. Right. And then there's people who advocate them for ideological reasons.
1: As a way to, say, undermine the banking system and the fiat money out there and actually put power of money into the hands of the individual and empower the individual instead of the bankers and the governments of
0: the world, those people. These two groups are often at odds, but it's the Bitcoiners – I say Bitcoiners, but it's these people who view cryptocurrencies as a way of making a profit, as assets, as stocks to be bought and sold and profited from. It's those who are fans of this guy.
1: Those are the ones who we see cozying up with the U.S. politicians and the European politicians and trying to curry favor like the guy from Coinbase going to D.C. and having to trying to meet with the SEC.
0: You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more all for free at Free Talk Live dot com.